You're listening to Endgame with Kyla Brettel and Rob Law, a podcast about our hearts and minds on climate change. Yeah, for most of my life, I've liked to surround myself with different string instruments from from around the world, and now I've got so many of them that they're taking up a whole room in my house, actually. My name's Rob Law. I'm a musician and composer living in central Victoria, Australia. For the past 20 years, I've had two day jobs, really, one as a film composer and also another working on climate change. I think working on an issue like climate change and every day of your life, you're thinking about a future that's pretty bleak or can be pretty bleak if we don't get our act together. And I think that starts to seep into your whole being and kind of noticing, I suppose, that when I come into my music room now, the the music that I'm making is probably a way for me to process all of the emotions that are going along with, with facing up to climate change and, you know, being a human on the planet at this point in time. The whole myriad of emotions of grief and loss and hope and and so you know things can get pretty dark in here um you know there might be times i'll be weeping over an instrument or or i might be you know completely euphoric and having a moment of rapture so it's it becomes a bit of a sacred space and i think that uh, when you look around the room and see all of these instruments you can't help but kind of prescribe some level of sentience to them because you know they've taken part in in all of these experiences that i've had that have been very intense Sometimes I imagine that when I die, they might all simultaneously play a chord of relief, something that releases them from their servitude over the years. But I haven't named them yet, so that's something, I suppose. So I was um, classically trained on on guitar, so that can lead to a certain way of of playing that's sort of hard to break free of, I suppose. And um, so when I pick up a different instrument that's, that's in a totally different tuning, my mind has to sort of take a back seat and, and all of a sudden I'm just playing the instrument without without too much awareness of, of what chords or notes I'm playing. Just kind of that feeling that, that you might get when you sort of travel and you kind of have that sense of, of where you're going but nothing's really familiar. And part of you kind of likes that feeling of being a bit lost but, um, but you kind of, yeah, you, you rely a bit on your intuition. So most of the instruments I have around here, they're, they're variants on a guitar. Um, I like that that idea that almost every culture that's ever existed on the planet has had some form of a guitar in its culture. And, you know, some of these were directly influenced by, by the Spanish guitar, um, like the cuatros here of South America. Whereas others were, were more ancient than that, like this, uh, this oud. as Baglama. And these instruments kind of have all these rich stories in and of themselves, you know, that sort of talk about a period of time when cultures first started to interact with one another. Um, and I love how they, they're, they're almost like animals who, who long ago travelled across continents when the land masses were joined together, or maybe they were, they were sort of stowaways on ships. And then over time they evolve and adapt to their local environment and become something uh, pretty different to what they were originally.
So I'm holding my charango, which is my favorite instrument probably of all of them. And it's a, its body and neck is all carved out of one piece of wood. And traditionally these would have been made out of armadillo shells. It has 10 strings in, in double courses and it's meant to be played really fast with one finger. But, um, but sadly I can't play this one because it exploded one day in a heat wave. And actually this is my, my fourth charango explosion. And by explosion, I mean that the bridge that holds the strings on the top comes off and rips the wood off the face of it. So it's all pretty dramatic, but yes, I've had to have gone through four of them now. So these are, these are highly strung instruments and they don't cope well with wild fluctuations in weather, especially not, not heat. So in a way, it's a shame that my favorite instrument is the, the least hardy to withstand the conditions that I live here in central Victoria. And, um, yeah, and I guess, let alone climate change. So I'm just I'm just restringing my Ron Rocco, which is kind of like the melancholic cousin of the Charango, I suppose. It's bigger and it has a deeper sound and more sentimental. Kind of makes you just want to stop what you're doing and, and let a mix of kind of sorrow and sentimentality wash over you. And I, I really love it. But whereas the Charango, the smaller one of these, is is really to fire you up, and it's hard to be kind of too sorrowful when you hear a Charango playing. It's very happy and light. What I find really fascinating about tuning an instrument is how the how the strings want to find their own tuning. And you have to keep stretching and training them before they, they sit in a particular tuning and stay that way. Um, for a while I just sort of thought this was just, you know, the tension releasing of a string so that it sort of starts to detune as it loosens. But I realised that if a string had been tuned to a higher pitch and you wanted to detune it from say an E down to a D, then that string will actually want to return to the higher pitch and actually increase its tension. Also, each string starts to kind of respond to the other strings and, and the whole body of the guitar actually through repeated vibration starts to settle into itself and become more and more relatable to all the other elements. So I'm holding the, the only guitar I've ever made and probably the only one I ever will make just because of uh, how long it took me, a couple of years. But I first noticed when I first made a guitar, this guitar, how it felt very stale and stiff and over time it's really opened up more and more and apparently that's, that's what it is, all the wood finds a way to vibrate together, which, I, which is sort of a pretty beautiful idea I think. I guess I kind, of, I kind of feel a bit like a string the older I get where I find my comfort zone and equilibrium with kind of my place and people around me. And, things come along and kind of force you to retune and settle into a new pattern. And I guess it's it's a bit like that with climate change. We're sort of now constantly getting retuned and everything around us is too, like the plants and animals. And I, I think about this idea, you know, for me emotionally, I sometimes wonder too about how much am I thinking so much about the future and what's to come that deep down I might be, you know, getting tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter before, you know, bang, you've snapped. And I do wonder, as I sort of look around the room at all my instruments, and I sometimes think, you know, which one of you will be the last one standing and, and what will you sound like then?
Thank you for listening to this sound work. Co-produced for the Endgame Story site by myself, Kyla Brettel and Rob Law. To find out more about this show, the project, or to listen to more, go to our website, endgamepodcast.net.